And they had the funeral in the house? No, no, they just having a wake there. Okay, wait. Because now that's why I remember that's the way it was here. When my oh, everybody had wakes at home. You yeah, know you did, yeah. So I'm, what's the difference in a wake and a funeral? Well, the funeral is where the preacher gets up, burn rants and raves, and blows and spouts and all that. The wake's where everybody eats a lot. Yeah. <laughs> eats a lot. We, we, have the, we have the wakes after the funerals now. Like a few really, really really But now, John Hober Brandenburg, you remember John Hober? When he got shot, uh, they, that was the first, no, I don't know if that was the first wake. The first wake was my great-grandmother. I remember she was uh, my Uncle Robert Smallwood and Aunt Carly. They had the wake at their house. And that's the first one I remember. But then I remember John Hobart was out there at his grandmother's house. And the the casket was in there with those funeral lights, those pink funeral lights and everything. I can just see it. And I guess the next day they had the funeral someplace, I guess, didn't they? Did they have the funeral in the house? Well, sometimes they'd have a funeral at the church, sometimes but you seldom ever went to a funeral home for a funeral. They uh -huh. they more or less have them out on the on the ridge of some little old country church or something. Yeah. Anything else, you seldom ever went to the funeral home yeah. for a funeral. So you just stayed all night with them in there? Yeah. Oh, well, you set up with up, the dead. They call it setting up with the dead. Yeah. yeah. But it's an old Irish European yeah. custom. That's a lot of the ladies in the neighborhood would gather in and help bath and dress the corpse up and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Put nickels yeah. on their eyes. You heard that phrase, stealing nickels off the dead man's yeah, eyes? That's where that comes from. Well, do you know how that <laughs> custom got started? Down. Oh, no. now, now, there's, now they uh, stitch them down, but then they put In old Roman, or not Roman, but in Greek mythology and the soldiers and Greek, Roman, and uh, I think the Germans all inherited the same theory there. There was a place where fallen soldiers went, and it was called Valhalla. And to get to Valhalla, the body was transported in a canoe or a kayak or a boat, or the boatman they call it, was the boat. The Nichols was the fee for the boatman. He put them on the dead's eyes. That, that was to pay the boatman to transport the body across the river Styx. Was what it was called. That just Valhalla to Valhalla was where the old soldiers went. That's the Scandinavian. Yeah, it had its roots in yarn, several of those old countries. Nobody knows for sure exactly where it started, but that's where that <laughs> custom of putting the, the money on the eyes started. There. How many of y'all uh, attended the uh, thing we had for Will Bowling up here when? He was killed in Iraq. Any other? Yeah, I did. I, was I wasn't here then. Well, they, uh, Will was the first person been killed since Vietnam. And uh, I got a call, and uh, it was Jimmy Evans' brother in law, you know. And, uh, and uh, people asked me, they said, Bob, would you donate some money, help buy food? So there's going to be a lot of soldiers coming in here with bodies. And I said, no, I'll do something better. I said, just give me a couple of hours. And I called Linda, Sherry, and that bunch. And we fed the soldiers. We fed half a half a division up on Happy Top. I called Steve down there. He said, sure, you can have the community center. Yeah. And called Uncle Bud over. He said, I'll furnish all the pop water, all that stuff you want. So 
We was around the pop water and everything. We'd run all over the neighborhood. We got food and all that stuff. Now, uh, General uh, Stone was in charge of all the things coming going in there. He gave Linda a particularly nice coin. And he, he was out of Tennessee. He said, uh, I've never been to anything like this and saw a community coming together like this. And Linda said, well, you're not Tennessee anymore. You know, you're in the Sherry Linda did outstanding. Well, they put that thing together. They fed people. There were a lot of soldiers coming here. It was quite a, a service. But they had that bunch from that crazy Baptist church down in Kansas. Called and said they was coming up to interrupt the funeral. And they done that down in Powell County. Now, now say that again. Group from that, Kansas. That Kansas. You all haven't heard of them. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it, it was a bunch of crazies that hates homosexuals. And they going all over the country to military funerals and interrupting the funerals, raising the holy hell and all this. And... Uh, with something Baptist Church, I can't remember. Yeah, they 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 make religion look really bad. Yeah, they run they run all over the country, going all over the United States doing. They did, and so the night before the funeral, here they come. But something come up, he popped up on a motorcycle, and I stopped and talked to him, and I told him, I said, you know, there's gonna be a lot of motorcycles in here. I said, the Rolling Thunder, the Patriot Guard, all of that's gonna be in here for the funeral. I said, now they're going to have the funeral over at Bumble, over on the uh, Bumble Funeral Home, you know, that just on the side of the line. Now, I said, when this thing happens, the day of the funeral, every four feet up and down that road for two miles, there's going to be a state trooper, a local police officer, and one of us veterans. In one hand, we're going to have an American flag, we're going to have a sidearm on our head. I said, you're not going to interrupt that funeral. And I promise you, you're not. They went back and they got on the internet and they talked about us threatening them and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they do whatever they like, but they're not interrupting that funeral. And about, uh, it was less than a week after that's the, the Bowling Boys' funeral was over with that I got a call from Richmond. And, uh, and the mother was crying over there. Her son had been killed in Iraq and they threatened them to come over there and interrupt their funeral. I let me make a few calls. I called the Rolling Thunder and the Patriot Guard and all them. They would take care of them, so they didn't interrupt that. Oh, and they did go all over to, um, yeah. Yeah, they, they was a They objected thing. to everything. They like to get on television. They, and the television cameras are around. You don't remember seeing them? No, but they objected to the military part of it. The military, the government, the fact that the government was beginning to embrace homosexuality. Was the thing that they well, I don't see how it killed in the army. Well, it didn't. And I, I don't think they was claiming that this was part of their right to peacefully assemble. Well, what they did was somewhat less than peaceful. But your right to peacefully assemble don't, don't override my right to bury my son. Now, boy, there was a lot of stuff that people didn't know. See, that girl already had one child. And she was pregnant. For God's sake, she had the other baby the day after the funeral. Yeah. And I've got down there in a the museum, I've got a case down there. I've got one wheels uniforms there and different things there. And the family gave me uh, one of those gold stars and a bracelet and stuff like that. I ran interference with the principal. Yeah, I mean, we had national press from everywhere in there. And I kept them off her back and what have you. And they got through the funeral and everything. Then that girl had her baby 
Well, the were they day. trying to say those interrupters? Were they trying to insinuate that the boy was homosexual? No, no. they weren't insinuating anything. They just wanted publicity. And, uh, they they just, went from funeral to funeral all yeah, over the they, United States. They didn't pick and choose. If they heard of a military funeral, they went and interrupted. Are they still doing it? Oh, well, they're still trying, but the old guy that ran the thing died. But his daughter is still trying to run the thing, but they're not as effective. But I okay. wish I think it was with something Baptist Church in People, the Constitution of the United States and the First Amendment is the clause that says, Congress shall pass no law in respect of religion or prevent the free exercise thereof. That's the only place in the Constitution that it is mentioned. There's not a word there about uh, freedom from religion or uh, uh, the separation clause or anything else. And everybody wants to quote that first and say, obviously the government meant that you couldn't favor this religion or that religion, but they forget the second part or prevent the free exercise thereof. But can I ask this, because you, you answered my question about the wake years ago. But, you know, just recently I had someone that told me that they were going to have the wake on Friday, a funeral on Saturday, and bury them on Monday. So what is the difference in a wake now than it was years ago? Because, like you said, you sit up with the body and the people brought food and stuff like that. Well, if they were doing a wake on Friday and then a different funeral on Saturday, what would be the difference? I mean, you know they're not going to have them at their house, right? Well, who well, knows? Well, they're, they're, they're hauling some of these bodies around all over. This. They just buried John Glenn a couple of days ago. And he <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw that on the news and I'm thinking, I said, what the heck? Didn't he die like a year ago? Or? <laughs> no. I don't know. Well, I understand from custom, state now. to state. You know, if I mean, you talk to the Muslims and everything, they have to be buried before sundown, you know, or the day after they're killed or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my daddy in, his, in the barn kept some planks, always a, several good-sized planks, to make coffins. And anybody in the community died, he'd, he'd make them a, a coffin. Yeah. And I can remember he made some little ones, a baby died, and I, I thought it was sad. That is sad. That is yeah. sad. That's good of your daddy. You know, to yeah. do that. And the women would get together and make them skirt. Dress them. Well, now, my cousin, James, who worked for the Osbournes, that, what was the Osbournes first name? Which are Raymond Osborne. Raymond. Raymond, and um, she taught our, Josephine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josephine and Raymond Osborne. He was the band director here, and she was the art teacher. And then they had a flower shop. Well, actually, the flower shop, Babyville Florist. And then one but in it, Jackson, too. And they had one in Jackson. But at that... Um, Raymond was a band director, and I was one of Yeah. Was way back there. Yeah. So, but anyway, I tell you, my cousin James and uh, Horton Boy worked for the Osbournes, who ultimately bought the flower shop, and they still have the flower shop. So, uh, but they got a call from someone, somewhere, someplace, to deliver these flowers to someone who had died. And James says, he said it was the strangest thing he had ever experienced. He said they got these flowers ready, and they finally found, I mean, it was way up in the county, just in the far reaches 
you know, that it, it turned into almost not a road at all. And he said, and there was this house out there and a barn. And he said, we, he said, it looked pretty scary. But he and uh, they got out of the car with these flowers. And I always said, well, I can't believe somebody, you know, when you were telling this story, that there was somebody that actually sent flowers here. But they knocked on the door and someone came to the door, just opened it a little bit and looked out and said, what do you want? And they said, well, we have these flowers that to, to deliver. Somebody passed away here. And he said, go down to the barn. And said, when we got down to the barn, there was this guy building this, oh. hammering this coffin together. And they, he said, just set them down there. But he said, we had to help it down there <laughs> just as fast as we could. You know, because it was a scary experience. Probably <laughs> Chestnut Lumber. You know why they buried so many people in Chestnut Coffin? Chestnut had straight grain wood. It was easy to work with. A lot of people made their uh, coffins out of Chestnut wood. And there was another reason. My grandpa had always grinned. He'd talk about that. When you burn chestnut wood in your fireplace, you better have a screen up through there. Because when chestnut wood is burning, it pops and cracks and throws sparks everywhere. Grandpa said folks like to have a chestnut coffin so they go through hell popping and cracking. <laughs>